It's that time of year again. The new iPhone is here. We just got them. And on this episode of the Macworld podcast, we'll talk about our first impressions of the new phones, as well as iOS 15. Stick around. Before we get on with the show, we have a word from our sponsor, Declutter. Ready to buy a new iPhone 13? You can save some money on that new iPhone by trading in your old phone for cash with Declutter. Declutter is the fast, easy, and totally free way to sell mobile phones, iPads, MacBooks, Apple Watches, and much more. Declutter pays up to 33% more than carriers, locks your valuation in for 28 days, and pays you quickly by PayPal or direct deposit. Visit Macworld.com slash trade in and use the code Macworld10, that's Macworld10, to get 10% extra for your trade in. That's Macworld.com slash trade in and use the code Macworld10 for an extra 10% with Declutter. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Good morning. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. So we got new iPhones. The iPhone 13 doesn't officially ship until Friday. Uh, Apple was kind enough to send us eval units. Jason has the 13 Pro. Mike has the 13. I'm sitting here waiting for my phone on Friday. I bought the... Uh, <laughs> The giant phone, the iPhone Pro. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting the I'm getting the Pro Max on Friday. Also, Roman, we can we can compare notes. And so they've been playing around with them. It, I mean, you've only had them for a few hours. So to say that you had like everyday regular usage, we're not quite there yet. But you've been guys been doing like benchmarks and stuff like that. Yeah, Is that it's fair to say. A, yep. It's been about a day. Wait, first, Jason, what what color did you get? A Sierra blue. Uh, how blue is it? It's fairly. It's kind of a very powdery blue color. It's a lot. It's a lot lighter than the. What did they call Pacific blue or something for the, the pro last year? And it's and it's a lot less bold. the The pros are of course kind of have a much more matte finish and color than the re- the regulars. They have bolder colors, but um, yeah, it's sear blue and. There's a case, which I'll, I'll have a case on it anyway. Don't really, <laughs> don't really care that much about the phone color. It's more the case color. Uh, I got the blue, the the non the nondescript blue iPhone 13. Uh, it's 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 also significantly lighter than last year's blue, which was more like a like a royal blue. Yeah, this is more like a sky blue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice, you know. Got no no issues with it. It's nice. And uh, you know we've had them for a day, and so we, and we've basically been running mostly benchmarks because our generally we like to do all that first before we set it up for our daily use. So there's not all this stuff happening in the background when we do benchmarks. So we have a good idea of how yeah. they perform, but we don't have a good like we've been running around with them every day for a week and <laughs> that kind of experience with them yet. Yeah, which is which is really what the review will be. I mean, the benchmarks are, well, let's start there. So performance-wise, um, just, you know, what we're running on Geekbench, it's uh, CPU similar, graphics are better, battery life is way better. <laughs> uh, only on the graphic stuff, but just, just CPU stuff, it's a good 10% or so better. 
Uh, and then a little more than that for multi-core CPU stuff. And then when it comes to compute, which is which Geekbench does with the graphics cores, and it's doing GPU compute stuff like uh, face matching and fast Fourier transforms and stuff. So it's not graphics performance, but it uses the GPU. And that stuff will probably show more of a difference between the 13 and 13 Pro because there's that extra... Like you said, there's that fifth GPU. Do you guys know off the top of your heads, uh, compared to previous uh, CPU updates, how what how you know what how what kind of? I mean, not not at the top of my head, but I have the numbers <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> yeah, on on both of them, the CPUs are you, you know ten percent more, seventeen forty or so, uh, seventeen fifty for single core Geekbench, forty seven hundred for multi core. That's up from about sixteen hundred or just and just under four thousand for the multi core. So, you know, and that's going to be pretty similar across the line. Um, compute. Uh, I don't have the numbers for the. What do you have your Geekbench five compute numbers, Mike? I did not run Geekbench five yet. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I mean, I'll, I'll run five while you're talking right now. Yeah, on four and on four, I got forty nine thousand in compute. Okay. So significantly bigger. Yeah, which makes sense as we were just saying, because it does have the fifth, yeah, the extra the extra core. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, what you'll see in day-to-day real world use is nominal. Yeah. But the numbers are nice. I mean, it it's gonna make a difference in 3D game graphics too. And we'll see your scores when you get all those in. But you know, I saw a big improvement in things like 3D Mark, for example, compared to the iPhone 12. Um, and some of that is the extra core and some of that is things like more memory bandwidth and, you know, just other general optimizations they've done in the chips. Um, but and to be fair big to Apple or to the, they were already way right. ahead yeah. of like, uh, Qualcomm and Android and, and with the, with the A14. I mean, they blew away those phones, even like the S20 and stuff, or yeah. even the S21. Yeah. You would find certain 3d graphics tests where the Android, the best Android phones were, were in the ballpark. But then when you look at the whole picture CPU and other graphics tests and stuff, it just wasn't close. And now Apple just, at least in, and the pro models in particular, they just took another, they're just like, Oh, 30% faster deal with it. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you going to do? So yeah, the Apple's way out and head ahead here. For me, it's fast enough. It's more than fast enough. Yeah. You know, it's way fast yeah. enough. Yeah. It's been fast enough since like the iPhone said. But to be fair, this really isn't very incremental. It's a really, it's a pretty, like any 10 to 15% CPU performance is, is nothing to, nothing to complain about for one year. And the, especially year over year, yeah, with the same architecture. GPU performance is way better. Like it's probably probably going to get twenty percent or so on the regular twelve and thirty to fifty, depending on the app for the pro. Like, mm-hmm. and that's huge for one year. Yeah. for one year update. It already outpaces like whatever the next Qualcomm nine hundred, whatever they call it. I can we can we can bank on that. We, one of the tests that we run is three D Mark's uh, slingshot which is a, a bit old and it doesn't always run well. You have to run it a few times. Sometimes it crashes. We rely more on their newer wildlife benchmark, but we run the old slingshot ex- 
extreme mode benchmark. And I found one of the interesting things was it, it actually just said maxed out. It didn't give me a score. <laughs> maxed out yeah. with an exclamation point. And it, it has not done that yet for that test. This is the first, the 13 Pro is the first phone I've seen to just give me no score and just say maxed out. Yeah, this is the first time, uh, Jason not wrote an article today about the A15, and this is the first time Apple has really differentiated it at all. Mm-hmm. So we got that extra GPU core in the Pro, and then the Mini appears to be downclocked a bit. Huh. So there, it's really like a like a like a like a family of processors that they're releasing for their products, and you know, kind of differentiating it where it needs to be. Yeah, matching clock speeds to the different to to different form factors and stuff like that isn't anything new. That's Intel and everybody does that all the time. Yes, they do. Um, yeah, and, and AMD, like every laptop you buy, yeah, has different headroom for the clock speeds and clock speeds are on this moving target it's the first time we've seen it with the with the a series as far as i know anyway yeah um all right i got my geek bench scores now jason okay. so uh compute compute is uh 10 10671 10, and my compute for five was 1447 so almost 40 oh, percent significant well right because it's okay. extra that extra gpu core makes a big difference yeah, and com- so compared to the twelve, um, it was ninety four thirty nine, so a little bit, little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, GPU, I'm sorry, CPU single multi. I got uh, seventeen twenty eight single forty four eighty five multi. That's pretty similar to the twelve. Uh, the twelve was fifteen ninety nine, so about sixteen and uh, forty one oh seven for multi. So a little bit better, yep. but close. Mm-hmm. Um, the big gains is. Uh, battery life yeah the battery is great it's extremely extremely great (laughs) do you guys know the uh the the specs on the battery do you know what's how big the batteries are the sizes yes apple in its um some regulatory filing in europe or something disclosed it and they disclosed it in watt hours which is better but also not what people use typically with phones so it's hard to compare um and i converted them all to milliamp hours assuming the same voltage and stuff as previous phones so so the iphone 13 pro has a 3125 milliamp hour battery the 12 pro is 2815 so that's you know talk about a 13 13 or are you talking it's about the, you, 12, uh, right, you said 11, 12, 11. the third no the 13 pro was 20 31 25 the 12 pro was 28 15 so that's a 10 percent bigger the 13 mm-hmm. regular non-pro is 32 40 it's actually slightly bigger than the pro it's more watt hours than the pro it's a little bigger and the 12 non-pro also was 28 15 they were the same last year it's, it's weird because apple's got a little bit bigger battery in the non-Pro 13 than the Pro. I think it's just maybe because they have more room in there uh, without the extra camera. It's to do with the camera modules taking up more space or something, but it's just just a slight bit bigger in the regular non-Pro. The Pro still gets better battery life, though, and that all comes down to the display. The Pros have their new OLED display with an what they call an LPTO backplane, which... It's the same thing they've had on the Apple Watch since the Series 5 that lets lets them it, it uses less power to create the same brightness and it lets them makes it easier for them to uh, run it at a really low refresh rate. 
same thing they've had since the Series 5 with the Apple Watch where they got to always on mode there. They don't have the always on mode in the iPhone, but they right. same display technology. <laughs> uh, and it lets them, that ProMotion, letting them run the display down to 10 hertz if they need to, up to 120. And then just in general using less power in the display, we got better battery life out of the Pro than the regular, even though the battery was just slightly smaller. And pretty significant. You got about an hour better than mine. Uh, yeah, about an hour better. You you got yeah. 491 minutes, and I got 555 minutes. Um, and it's about yeah. what they said. And uh, to let people know what, what we're talking about with this, we run Geekbench 4's battery rundown test with no true tone, no auto brightness, turning off all that stuff, just a constant 200 nits of brightness measured. And all, that way we can compare one phone to the next, even though they have different displays and different brightnesses and all this other stuff, you know, be trying to get as apples to apples as possible. There's no perfect battery test. The battery tests are tough. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, I started mine at 6.30 last night and went to bed. It was about 30%. Yeah. And so it's it's it'll last. It'll last. It's a lot more than previous iPhones. We, yeah. to give you an idea, the, the 13 Pro, the 12 Pro lasted 412 minutes. And the 13 Pro, 155 minutes. So that's almost, what is that, two hours? Uh, 100 and, yeah, that's more than two hours, more. <laughs> like that's, that's good. That's a lot for constant screen on time. And what, what Geekbench 4 does is it basically runs the Geekbench 4 benchmark in the background over and over without changing the display. The display just counts down a timer uh, and, it, and it has like a little pause between runs to let the thing cool down. And that's all it does. It just runs it over and over. And we like that because all these sort of video tests where they just play a video forever, all that does is um, stress the, the video decoder like the video block, the CPU just sits there doing not much. The GPU just sits there doing not much. This this is kind of more of a stress test for phones. Um, so yeah, it's just incredible. We'll see what it's like when it um, when, when we've used them at daily use, like for all day, and see what we're left with. But uh, also, it should be said, like the processor, Apple was already pretty far out front with battery life on the iPhone. And this is only going to make it, you know, that much better. Yeah. It's not as, it's not as extreme because you can find those Android phones that have just monstrous, but they just throw huge batteries in there. It's certainly crazy how efficient Apple's being like the, the length, the battery length they get per watt hour of battery is just crushing everybody. Yeah, it's just not, sure. but just even in absolute terms, battery life ought to be pretty, pretty darn great. Uh, the, the Pro Max has, I think, 44 or 4,500 milliamp hour battery, which is the biggest Apple's used so far. Yeah, 4,373, around 4,400. Okay, so. yeah, okay. And by comparison, the, the Galaxy Note uh, 7, which was the one that blew up, that had a 5,000 milliamp hour battery. So yeah, Android phones have been using batteries, huge batteries for a long time with relatively small batteries have been able to outpace them. That's why we're seeing such a big jump because they they went higher capacity. The A15 has has way better power handling from what we can tell. I'm not sure how much that is because if you look at the phones that don't have the better display, 
the the mm-hmm. LPTO displays, the the battery life extension is pretty well in line with the increase in battery size. It's it's pretty close. Most of the heavy lifting is just bigger batteries in there. Um, but but on the Pro, you have on top of that a more energy efficient display and the ability for the display to clock down to low refresh rate, and that's just that's just adding so much. When we, we haven't tested it yet, but I'm I bet that the 13 Pro Max will get probably 12 hours ish on that Geekbench 4 rundown, which is just bonkers, it's just crazy. I'm gonna be loving that. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Jason, have you played with the display at all enough to get an impression? Uh, n- not much. Um, literally, I've it's, it sits there running benchmarks, so it's like that. <laughs> it's been sitting there, and that's just the, the worst possible way to to test a display. I'm I'm actually while we're recording this, going through the whole like setup transfer process to go ahead and set it up to be my daily driver and just use it all day all the time. And I got to get a lot of photo tests too. That's the other big improvement here is, is the cameras are, they're a bit improved on the, the 13, but significantly improved on the 13 pro. And I, I'm really going to have to A to B test that. Some of the, um, some of the macro shots I've seen in the early reviews that were published are pretty spectacular. Uh, that's one of those things people are going to have so much fun with because things like cinematic mode and stuff like that, like most people don't mess around with those kind of settings and go in there and turn those things on. But macro, it's not a mode. You just move your camera really close to something and it just shifts to the ultra wide lens and it keeps the focus. And people do that all the time. They're going to, you're going to see so many, you know, people are doing that now and they're taking, you know, semi-focused photos of like flowers and stuff because they don't realize that it doesn't really have that until now yeah it can't really focus so, that yeah, close or they or they use this gonna zoom, be pretty remarkable you know which isn't the same as getting close yeah so you're, we're, you're gonna see so much of that people are gonna use that so much one more quick thing on battery life uh i, I was just today looking at how far they've come compared to four years ago the iphone 10s which was their sort of you know their their high-end not max size phone that was 264 mm-hmm. minutes on the same test versus 555. Right, it's to double. So it's practically doubled battery life in the last four years. And that's, you know, with similar similar all-around basic size display, you know, and that's just yeah, that's, it's that's, not, that's awesome. not crazy different in terms of size right. of display and everything. And that's at the same time offering way better performance, probably doubled performance as well. <laughs> so... Yeah, Apple has just been crushing it. Our discussion will continue, but first a word from our sponsor. Upgrade the smart way with Declutter. Sell your mobile phone, iPad, Apple Watch, or MacBook today. Get a free quote for your old device, ship it to them for free, and get paid quickly. Visit macworld.com slash trade in and use the code MACWORLD10, that's MACWORLD10, to get 10% extra for your trade-in. Declutter. It's smart for you, smart for the planet. Now back to the show. So while we can't talk about yet about the photo quality and stuff, what about the the camera bumps? Are they notice, noticeably different than from what the the iPhone 12 had? Way bigger. Yeah, yours is bigger. Uh, the the 12. I'm sorry, the 13. I put it in, in a 12 case, and it was it, it. I could shove it in there if I had to. Ah. It didn't fit right. <laughs> But um, the 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 other the the pros is a it's a pretty big difference. It's not even close. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And the the you know they 
people make a big deal about the notch being smaller. You know, they didn't do anything with it. They didn't do anything. So it really, it's, it's the, the icons that just kind of centered now. Yeah. But I wonder if it'll be an iOS 15.5 feature. Yeah. Where you I can flip really, the toggle and get the battery percentage. Just I wouldn't give me my battery percentage. <laughs> just that's all I want in my life is battery yes. percentage back. Yeah. I'm so tired of swiping down to see it. Yeah. It's, it's very yeah. annoying. Yeah, there's room for them to put another little tiny something on either side, uh, and I wouldn't. Yeah, I would. I would love to see it. So yeah, that that part of it. Other than that, it really just feels like the twelve, uh, the pro, the thirteen pro feels like the twelve pro. It's got very similar weight. I know. I know it's slightly heavier, probably because the battery's bigger, but it's feels the same to me. It, the steel feels the same. same. The thickness is un unnoticeable. Like you can't. Mm-hmm. It's just got a way bigger camera bump. What's funny about the um, the notch? It's actually it's. I find it to be actually more distracting now because mm. the icons are so floaty. Interesting. <laughs> the bar icons, like they're they're they're. It looks like there should be an extra something up there because before they were they fit nicely next to the notch. Now they're just kind of floating in this in this space around it, and like the time, for example, is there. Right, but it looks like like why can't there be like uh it could say like nine height nine slash twenty two next to it now. There's enough space for that if they wanted to. It seems it actually draws your eyes to it more because I'm t- yeah, personally yeah it's interesting yeah it is it is it's definitely smaller. Like I can tell it's smaller. Yeah, you can you can immediately see it's smaller. Yeah, I use dark mode most of the time, and my dark mode wallpaper isn't bright enough. That I see, but as soon as I open Safari or anything where it's white up there, like you can just immediately notice it's smaller. Yeah, it's definitely smaller. It's just frustrating that Apple didn't do anything with. Like, why make it smaller if you're not going to do anything to accentuate the smallness? Anything else about the hardware that people should be know about or anything like that? One thing that's interesting, and I wonder if this is a response to to a weird issue that a lot of people had. So the the buttons are a little bit lower on the. On the new phones, and you know, mm. I, I I came across this a yeah. few times, but I know on Twitter and, and Apple forums and stuff, people took accidental screenshots a lot by holding the wrong buttons, and I wonder if they moved that because of how you naturally hold it. So now you'll naturally you won't naturally have your thumb over the power button until you want to go there. I mean, it's 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 not a huge difference. It's about maybe an inch or maybe half an inch lower. But it's it's definitely it was a seemingly a, a yeah a, it's it's a, like a centimeter not even a centimeter maybe yeah. but it is definitely a little right. lower your cases aren't gonna like you said like I mashed it into a case. no yeah and I wouldn't recommend doing that just buy a new case <laughs> yeah it, I wonder if it has to do with that or if it has to do with things like the, well the, the antenna the antenna lines are in the same spot but yeah I don't know what internally it's doing I don't know either um I'll I'll be glad if they didn't um. Oh no, no, it's not. You know what? It's not going to help anyone with screenshots because the side buttons move down just as much. They, like they, the volume buttons are, move yeah. down, but so is the side button. Yeah, so you're still it's still on opposite sides of the phone because that was what caused it with everything. Is you kind of you pick up your phone and you need to hit the side button and you act, you kind of squeeze both sides and then you end up hitting the up and the side. I think you're still going to do that. Being the side button being a little lower. Uh, and the volume buttons for that matter, I think they are a little easier to reach while you're holding your phone with one hand. I, I, I like them here better, but I don't think they're going to fix the screenshot. 
problem. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you're probably right. There's probably some other reason why they did it, but it, it was it's a curious change because it's so small. I got the one terabyte version of the Pro, which is absurd. It's That's more than my MacBook has. And I think that's all about shooting in ProRes, I think, right. which isn't enabled yet. That is coming in a software update later this year. But I know one journalist asked Apple uh, how much that takes, and they said it can take like up to six gigs per minute. That's something. You know, which is... Uh, that's, that's a lot a of gigs lot. per minute. <laughs> like yeah. you shoot a... Yeah, you shoot... Can you imagine? I mean, you shoot... And if you're shooting ProRes, the only... It's just a file format. It's not a quality setting. It's just an... Like, it's sort of like an ultra fast and low compression file format that's great for editing. It, it helps you do editing without things being um, noisy or constructed or decon anything like that. So... If you're not a video editor, you don't care. Don't don't worry about the ProRes <laughs> stuff. Yeah. But if you are and you shoot 20 minutes and there goes 120 gigs, like that's right. why there's a one terabyte option. Just imagine how long that takes mm -hmm. to get off your phone, right? <laughs> Through AirPlay. Yeah. Like just to transfer <laughs> off. Right. I mean, AirDrop is fast, well, AirDrop, but that's like, what I meant. still... Yeah. Yeah. Have a good router and stuff because that's <laughs> that's that's when you start wondering if USB C oh. is on the way for at least the pro models at some point. Yeah, there are plenty of lightning adapter things where you can like plug in an SD card and lightning and move things over with the files app and stuff like that. And but that's that's you can't live, you can't shoot and record to external storage live you're still going to fill up your phone and then you have to move that yeah phone. so these phones come with ios 15 you guys have actually been using ios 15 for a while if there was one thing somebody should be aware of when they upgrade to ios 15 is there one thing that people should be they should take care of or notice or something they should tend to in particular one day upgrade to it. Something that's I'll, I'll let Jason out. handle this one. To me, I think the two things that someone's going to notice like right away first day is first of all, Safari is all whack. Like <laughs> they're going to, you're going to, because people don't, they show up these like splash screens, like here's what's new in the app store when you launch the app store the first time. Yeah. Pay attention to all those things, but people don't. And they just hit next. And so far, like the address bar is going to be on the bottom and swiping moves between tabs and all this stuff. And it's going to be really like confusing. And they're going to, everyone's going to go, why did they change this? And all that. You can go into settings and then Safari and go back from, they didn't call it from tab view to single tab or something like that. And that puts everything back on the top and it makes it the way you used to use it. <laughs> you can get your old Safari back. The, the tab management's now a grid and that's fine. But other than that, it's <laughs> is going to be the thing. The other thing is going to be focus modes. They kind of changed do not disturb into this flexible, multiple different kinds of do not disturb things called focus modes. And it'll transfer over your old do not disturb if you had it like do not disturb when you're sleeping to a bedtime focus mode and that's fine. But you'll get in your car and start driving and it'll just detect your driving and turn on the driving focus yep. mode. And you won't know. <laughs> like you'll go, oh, <laughs> you'll pick up your phone while you're driving like a bad person and swipe it. And it'll go like, you'll have to hit the button that says I'm not driving to turn off that driving focus mode, which is kind of the point. But like the focus mode will like inject itself into your life. Everything else seems like 
their features within apps, like the shared with you stuff within everybody's app. That's not going to really like change the way you use apps or, or it's, it's not something you have to adjust to. It's just a nice thing. It's like, oh, this is that. Here's that link someone sent me in messages. It's already in my Safari thing. Fine. That's no, that's no, you know, that doesn't hurt you one way or the other. The uh, the focus mode stuff works across. There's a toggle, but um, it's on by default. It works across all of your devices, mm-hmm. which is which is interesting. So if you have if you turn it on on your iPad, say it'll be on everywhere and vice versa. So that's that caught me by surprise. I'm gonna write this up at some point soon, but I'm I'm on board with the new Safari now. I, I I've learned to like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay well I, I i have thoughts but um yes as jason said it's a lot different some people will hate it absolutely right off the bat it's going to be like whoa what's mm-hmm. going on here why is everything so different but i'm going to say give it a chance don't automatically go into safari settings and and, and to bring it back to what it what it was which will put the address bar back up top it's a it's an interesting change and over time you over you know give it like three to four weeks i think you might learn to like it Jason okay. hates it. <laughs> <laughs> I I hate it less since they yes, fixed the they, they fixed they a did. lot of stuff with that low bar. It still has the problem of being way too close to the, the home indicator yeah. bottom of the screen where you swipe to multitask apps. And I still want the swiping to be back and forward in the page, not jumping between tabs. I wish that was an option. The fact that it's on the bottom isn't really yeah. the biggest yeah. problem with me, though. It's yeah. it's the other stuff, and they've addressed a lot of that. But you know, I still I I gave it I gave it a week or two, mm-hmm. and then I just put it back on top and said, you know what? When, once you start scrolling and the address bar goes away anyway, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, so. right. One of the things people need to know is that 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 address bar because it's kind of floating. Certain web pages that are like asking for a form input or something, if they don't scroll, it can cover up a part you need to access. And normally you would just scroll and the address bar would like move to the bottom and no longer be floating. It would be this little thing, but you can't scroll. So it's like, how do I put in my zip code or whatever? You can swipe away that address bar. You can swipe down and it, it'll meld into the bottom where it's no longer floating and then you can access your form. That is not obvious <laughs> and it's not, it's not something that most people are going to notice right away. Or you can kind of tap into an empty space of the web page and make it, it's not clear, but that's the place where it starts to hang up the most. I think is when you, when a web page needs to get form data or an address or something like that. And it's, getting underneath that ad floating address bar what else about ios 15 i like the look of the new notifications yeah, or the summary is cool i've i you know you got to be a little bit um proactive for lack of a better word with it and go in there and kind of you know pick the apps that you don't want to show up regularly but it's 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 a it's a neat feature um definitely keeps down the alerts mm-hmm. and you know, i kind of like getting that package notification thing at night like oh what did i miss <laughs> i just go through so i swipe 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 but it's it's you know it's um it's a it's a neat feature there's a new apple wallet the the wallet that mm-hmm. magsafe wallet that sticks on the back that it's got an updated nfc that apple called it an nfc chip which i guess is not technically incorrect but it's more like saying um it's it's one of those passive things like a like an NFC enabled tap to pay mm-hmm. gas credit card or something, right? 
um, it's updated. It, it always knew when you stuck on an Apple wallet, but I think it only knew hey, right, this is the, color. the yeah. black Apple Same thing with the cases. That's it. Right. And now it knows, now it knows essentially a serial number, right? It's, it's, it's this Apple wallet. Um, and the way Find My works, it's not like you have an AirTag or something. It's not following your wallet around, but you can register the wallet with AirTag. And when it disconnects from your phone for more than a minute, your phone lights up and goes, hey, your wallet's been off for a minute. This is the location where that happened. And that's last location. So you kind of get that right. last last known location. Right. You can't track that's, it. That's all you get. Right. It's not going to follow your, can't track it. Yeah, it's not connecting. Apple said it's find my support, but it's not Correct. connecting to the find my network. <laughs> so still a, a decent upgrade. It feels like one of those things that should have been there. You don't need the new iPhone to do that. Uh, that it works with the 12 too. It's just yep, the new, which wallet. is what 59 bucks, I think. So if you're into that MagSafe wallet, yeah. And, uh, I got one of those that I haven't started messing around with too, but I hope the batteries, I mean, the battery, the magnet's stronger too. That's the other thing is that you need to stick on a little better. So we'll see. Oh, speaking of the MagSafe, just to, I guess, bring to the attention of, uh, our listeners, what adapter is in the iPhone 13? Same, it's the same adapter, the um, USB-C to Lightning. You talking about the, the, the cable? Yeah, the cable, and but no adapter, no power adapter. Yeah, and and the same, it has the same sort of qualifications for you know how to how to get the fastest charging. You need that eighteen or twenty watt USB-C to get the fastest charging or something. Um, it charges at the same speeds with MagSafe and everything. So there's been no updates from the 12 in terms of like charging right. abilities. Uh, 15 watt, I believe. Same, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm talking MagSafe. 15 watt MagSafe still. Uh, uh, 20 watt mm-hmm. charging. Yeah, they didn't talk about that at all at the event. They don't say. They say this many percent in 30 minutes and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, Jason and Mike will be working on their reviews, and they'll be posting them as soon as possible. So keep an eye out on the website. We'll obviously follow up on the Macworld podcast. I can almost guarantee Jason's will uh, be before mine. Yeah, <laughs> 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 busy. His is more. His is the yeah. more important one, anyway. We'll have we'll have pretty benchmark charts and yeah. all this stuff too. Um, maybe I think more people will be. I do. I think the, the twelve and the, and the thirteen Pro are going to be the most popular iPhone models going going forward. Yeah, the Max. Well, we'll see. Uh, next year will be really interesting because next year they're replacing the Mini allegedly, with, yeah, or su- supposedly replacing the Mini with a large, inexpensive model. So it'll be the thirteen and thirteen inexpensive. I mean, will, and will be Max, like probably. And the 14 Pro and right. 14 Pro, which Max. makes more sense, I think, from a from a logistics uh, standpoint. Um, it also raises the the yeah. average selling price, which Apple loves to do, because you know you got that seven hundred dollar yeah. mini. Yeah. Now that'll be a nine hundred dollar Max. So we'll see how that works. Yeah, but it right. lets people get the big phone without spending twelve hundred dollars, and that's. Uh, I think so too, and I wonder what they do about now. The low end is the low end start at eight hundred, or do they cut the price of the what would be the fourteen at that point down to? Yeah, do they keep around a second phone? Like they keep around now that the thirteen's out, they're keeping around the twelve, but just the twelve, right? Not the twelve Pro, Pro Max, Mini, none of those, just the twelve. 
Like, do the next year do they start keeping around the thirteen and the twelve? They do have the mini. The twelve's like a cheaper one, and the, then the, the mini's available, the, Jason. Not the pro though. Yeah, so five ninety nine mini, six ninety nine pro. Okay. The eleven is just the eleven. Hmm. No, well, there was okay. One. Oh no, there was yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's there, there was no eleven mini. So it's it's just the iPhone eleven. That's um yeah. five hundred uh, three ninety nine for the SE, four ninety nine for the eleven, five ninety nine for the twelve mini, six ninety nine for the twelve, uh, and the uh, the the twelve and the thirteen mini, and then up from there. They have every single price point nailed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I will say this for the um, for the A fifteen. It makes me really look forward yep. to the M2 products. If the M2 is to the A15, what the M1 was to the A14, yeah. if they just say, all right, it's four high-performance cores instead of two, and we're doubling the GPU cores to, to um, from five, uh, they go from the five, from five to 10, maybe the cheapest maybe. MacBook Air has the, like not to get thing, but that not would to be- switch gears too much, but they- the rumors are that that's the what you're describing is the M1X and the M2 would still have four and four. That's the what the rumors say. Well, the M1X would be based on the A14's well, architecture, yeah. supposedly. What I'm talking about is using the A15's architecture because this isn't just changing the number of cores. They right. mean changes the architecture. The the neural engines changed. There's I I I bet a thousand dollars they're using mm-hmm. lpddr5 mm-hmm. now instead of lpddr4x and stuff so memory bandwidth is increased so there's other architectural improvements and my understanding was that the rumors the m1x is taking the m1 more cores, right and doing more cores the right. m2 would be taking the a15 and doing the same thing they did with the m yeah maybe a14 Next, right. It would be the MacBook Air. The the rumored MacBook Air was allegedly the first one to get it. But the, the last German report said the M2 would have the same cores as the M1. But, you know, it, these are just rumors. Yeah. And and they nobody knew right. there'd be a fifth yeah, core true. in the true M15, the A15, which is probably yeah. already always there. It was yeah. probably always a redundant core that was disabled right. for, to improve yields. And now the yields are good enough that they can put. That's it on, what they did with the 12Z the and products. the iPad Pro a couple of years ago. Same same concept. Yep. Yeah, the 12X was and 12Z were the same thing. They just re-enabled a core. It's really common to have extra GPU cores and disable them. I mean, we even we even see it in the in the M1. <laughs> the MacBook Air, the low end, has has one less than the um, the higher the 256 version or yeah. 512 whatever it is. Yeah, and it's not a different. They're not manufacturing a different chip. They're just taking the ones where there's a defect and somewhere in the GPU core array and disabling that one GPU core and getting a good chip out yeah. of it. Um, and th- this is everybody does this. Intel, AMD, Nvidia, like everyone yeah, does. Yeah, but I agree. It's super exciting for the Mac. I can't wait to see what the next two chips are. Yeah, yeah. They we we've have a recent article on the website about how the the M1X MacBooks are going to be this year's star product. And I think that's probably true, especially if they really do some great with the display. But um, it's this is yeah. when Macs get exciting, like <laughs> for the first time in a long time, kicking until the <laughs> <best thing. laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, the, it's power that you'll actually 
use, you know, and like you were saying with the iPhone, like it's great that they're this fast in the benchmarks, but it's a, it's a phone on the Mac, all that extra speed, every ounce of yeah. it is important. And it uh, gives you just yeah. like killer battery life. They just also just gave you way more battery life with the exact same battery as before. So now we'll see what they do once they actually start changing the design and yeah. form factor of the MacBook. That just about does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 761. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. Thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. And thanks to Declutter for sponsoring the podcast. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast in the podcast app, on Spotify, or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com. Or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time. <laughs>